Welcome to Power Talk with Caitlin Power. I'm Caitlin, a certified clinical hypnotherapist who helps you clear out the BS subconscious beliefs that have been keeping you from reaching your goals. And I show you how to upgrade your identity into the most confident, fulfilled you that you were always meant to be. So if you're ready to stop playing small and join transformative conversations around mindset, manifestation, business, wellness, and hear from the it girls that are out there living their dream lives, I'm so excited to have you here. Let's get started. Hi, this is Caitlin. Welcome back to the podcast. First off, you might hear my cat Cora purring in my lap. I just got back from vacation So my two cats have been without me for several days and I'm in no way moving her from my lap because she deserves the cuddles. So if you hear that, that's what that is. And also you're welcome because I've heard that cats purring is beneficial to our health. I don't know what the science is behind that, but an added benefit for listening to this podcast episode. So I really wanted to talk about Something that anytime you go through a breakup, this is one of the first things that just plays through your head. And I've had people in my DMs ask, why did this happen to me? Why did I have to spend all these months or weeks or even years with this person that wasn't my person, who I wasn't meant to be with, wasn't my end game? Why did I have to go through this? especially from a manifestation standpoint, like why did I attract this person to my life? And the answer to that is that I think our exes teach us so much. And I know a lot of you have been through really terrible, awful relationships that were in a lot of ways harmful to you and you did not deserve how you were treated. And I'm not trying to make light of that at all. But I, of course, do like to look at every situation in my life, especially when there's a pattern and there's usually a lesson there. And the whole point is to avoid making that mistake in the future, which is why I teach how to break patterns. Like that's the whole point of everything that I teach is that subconsciously there's something going on here. And if we can reprogram our subconscious to make sure that we are programming it with everything that we want in our life to have the beliefs that support all of the manifestations that you are pulling into your life. That's what I do. So that especially if you're someone who has dated the same type of person over and over the same type of dynamic, or even maybe literally the same person that is not good for you. I help you break that pattern so that you can manifest the love that is healthy and supportive and everything you've been dreaming of as well as everything else in your life. And that includes, which is probably, if I mean, most definitely most important is that self-love that you have with yourself. The relationship with yourself is all-encompassing. It's the one person you're with your whole life. So that is the most important to me is helping you feel when you're alone by yourself that you still have everything that you need and want. The best thing that we can do for ourselves is not live in the past anymore, not spend too much time reminiscing on a past relationship and pulling that into our present and our future, but taking from it, okay, maybe it's the worst relationship in the world, but what is the one thing here that I am have attracted into my life or am continuing in this pattern? What is the belief there that I'm holding about myself or about love or about other people that 
I can reprogram change now so that this doesn't happen again. So really just healing past it and making sure that you're manifesting better. But that doesn't mean you need to ruminate over past relationships. Just looking at, okay, we especially for our ego's sake want to know why, why, why did this happen? Why did I deserve this? And that's normal when you're going through heartbreak and heartbreak is one of the most awful feelings in the world. So if you're going through that right now, my heart is with you and you will make it through this. You always do. We all do. And especially if this is your first heartbreak, the first cut really is the deepest because you realize how resilient you are after that first one. So again, if this is your first one, so sorry, I'm with you. You're going to make it through it. But looking at, okay, why did this happen? And that does not mean you deserve this and you don't deserve the heartbreak. But looking at the lesson that that person brought you. And sometimes, you know, sometimes our past relationships were really healthy for a long time. And we grew into someone else, especially if it was a young love, maybe your first love. We change all the time into different people. It's really hard to grow together. So maybe it was a healthy relationship for a long time. And then it just wasn't right. It wasn't right anymore. And that's okay. Looking at what were the parts about your ex that were something that you really valued in a relationship, in the dynamic, and what were things that illuminated to you, wait, I can't have this happen again in my future. Because there's that Alexander Hamilton quote that says, you know, those who stand for nothing fall for anything. And I think that can be applied to love and relationships and friendships and your self relationship too. If you don't have values and a vision for the type of relationship that you're looking for, you can fall in love with anyone. You'll fall in love with anyone. So of course you it's there's so much magic and mystery around who that person will be and I'm not saying that you need to have a list of physical traits that you're looking for in someone they need to be six foot or whatever, brown hair, nothing like that. But it's something that I teach in my membership to write a love list if that's something that you're pulling in into your life, a, a romantic relationship. Because knowing what are your non-negotiables is so important, especially when you start to put yourself out there and dating and meeting people. I talked about this before in other episodes, but chemically things happen in our brain similar to doing drugs when you are attracted to people the same type of regions in your brain are firing off as when you do cocaine cocaine signals dopamine in your brain for longer than usual which gives you that high and the same regions in your brain light up when you become addicted to someone because you're you're attracted to them and when you don't hear from them or you don't see them you're not getting the attention or validation or acceptance from them that you got at one point, you go into withdrawal just as you do as when you take cocaine or another drug. So making sure that you know what your non-negotiables are, what you're really desiring in a relationship is so important before you start meeting people because when all of those chemicals are happening in your brain and you think this is the person, this is the person because that dopamine is signaling and all the other things that start happening when you become attached, the oxytocin, the testosterone, everything, it makes things really muddy, cloudy, blurry. And if you knew beforehand, no, these are the non-negotiables, 
the second that someone gives you that red flag, meaning that they don't have one of those uh, non-negotiable qualities or the type of actions and communication that they're giving you or not giving you, you right away can honor yourself, back yourself and cut off the relationship before you start having all those wild chemicals happening and before you're attached making it extremely difficult to stop the relationship basically you'll be able to stop it before it really starts and before things get really muddled in your brain and also be able to logically recognize that even if you are feeling those feelings fighting against the instinct of the feelings because before you were prepared with this information, knowing that this might happen. So even if it is happening, you'll be more able to stop yourself and go, wait, I'm feeling all these things, but that's most likely these chemicals happening and not still not beneficial to me because they're missing this thing that's really important to me in a relationship. So even though I'm feeling this, I can still make the best decision for me because you're prepared ahead of time. It's kind of like ladies, you know that sometimes when you get your period, there's times where you are feeling more emotional or more set off triggered by things or just feeling kind of down and maybe just feeling like you need to cry out of nowhere where normally you wouldn't feel that way but when you're on your period or about to have it you might feel different ways about things that you're like (laughs) you're crying and you feel logically there's no reason for me to be crying right now but the feeling feels so real, but you're able to, because you had the information ahead of time, often stop yourself and go, oh, wait, it's because I'm getting my period in two days or, oh, I got my period this morning. That makes so much sense why I'm, I'm reacting this way when I normally wouldn't. You're much more likely to make come to that conclusion when you have the information before you start feeling that way. So if you are manifesting someone, if you are dating out there ready for a romantic relationship, or maybe you are looking for the romantic relationship and want to get married or whatever that commitment looks like for you, it would behoove you to get out a pen and paper, make a list, think about your past relationships And think about, make a list of the things that you absolutely know now from your past relationship that are non-negotiables for you. Like things that absolutely you will not have in your new relationship and things that about, and maybe there are none, you never know, things about your past relationship that you really do want in your new relationship. Make a list think about it and you can move on from this. Never think about your ex again once you make this list, but it's really important to know maybe there's a lot of lessons I learned from this past relationship and for everyone that I've ever talked to, that is the case. Even if it was like a disgusting, awful situation, now you know at least I'm not putting up with that ever again in my life. Honor yourself, you went through all of that. So take the one part about it or the 10 parts about it that you can learn from and are a key to knowing what you really know is going to make you happy in your next relationship. You deserve that. You deserve to take what little good there was and maybe the little good was just knowing what what you won't handle, you will not accept anymore. An example of this would be in all my relationships, I've had really great communication. Communication is huge to me. Communication is the biggest thing. And knowing, if you don't know already your love language, which... I think a lot of people know about, I don't know the author of the book actually, but look up, uh, I think it's called The Five Love Languages. It's a book, it's a really great read and I 
recommend it for literally everyone on planet earth i haven't read it in forever but i know the basic love languages and it's i think really important to know what yours are and when you get into relationship knowing what theirs are because it's basically the five languages the way that you receive love and so there's five of them and i'm not going to butcher the whole thing i know one's quality time gifts uh acts of service oh maybe i do know all of them physical touch and words of affirmation and usually everyone has one or two huge ones and the rest obviously they're all great to have but it's like someone getting me a gift is not going to hold the same weight as if someone gives me a hug or holds my hand or tells me how they feel about me or gives me a heartfelt compliment because my two biggest ones are physical touch and words of affirmation. So knowing how you receive love is super important because you want to find a partner that is able to give you that love language and you don't have to have the same love language with your partner it's extremely helpful because if so if your partner is acts of service which would be doing their laundry for them grabbing something from the grocery store for them something like that just makes their life easier i'm trying to think of other ones because i'm not an acts of service girly but offering to drive them somewhere which again it's like i love that too but that's just not going to hold the same weight it's just different it's a different level of like what's important to you and what would make you feel the most loved, understood, supported, heard, seen. So to go back to my example, I've in every relationship had really amazing communication with my partners where I felt extremely supported. That is important to me because I feel really close to the person I'm with when they're checking in on me and it's not where I need to be texting them every second of every day. It's just that feeling of connectedness is important to me and that doesn't need to be a text it can be a facetime or a call but feeling connected in between and when we're together obviously having an amazing communication where we can share vulnerable things and just have really great conversation is huge to me and if i don't have that it's a no for me things that i have learned in past relationships i didn't know were really crucial to me until that relationship ended is a person not having a purpose of something that really lights them up that they feel like they're working towards. I never thought that was important to me, especially when I was younger. Like I didn't care if someone had $10 in their bank account, if I was in love with them, if I loved them, it didn't matter to me. And it it's not about the money, but you, for me, I realized it was huge to have someone who felt passionate about something and were working towards something, felt like they had a purpose, a reason to be excited about something that didn't have anything to do with me. Because in a past relationship, the person resented me for how driven and hardworking and passionate I was about my goals because that's part of who I am. And some someone can feel that that's really attractive at first, but if they don't have their own purpose, it feels overshadowing. So write down those things on your list. Anything that you feel you learned from a past situationship, relationship, and things that did not work for you, and then things that really did work for you. And I think that is the point to answer the question when you're heartbroken of why did I have to go through this? Well, look at who you were before you entered the relationship 
and look at who you are now. I would be willing to bet you're stronger, even though if you're heartbroken right now, it may feel like you're at your worst point and you're on the floor sobbing. But think about all the things that you went through, all the things that you learned. Even if you put up with things that you shouldn't have, now you know, and that makes you stronger. And you learned these qualities knowing you will not stand for someone not giving you what you want because you get to have everything that you want. Now, when you go out and date again, when you're ready, you will see a red flag of, oh, this person says they're a bad texter and they follow follow it up with the action of not texting you. That's not going to work for you unless they're willing to put in that effort and make the change. And maybe some people will, but If that's not happening, and especially in the beginning when someone should really be putting in all the effort, then it's not going to happen. You know, don't wait around to change people. Your person's already there waiting for you. Another example is if you're a physical touch girly and the person tells you, they will often tell you, I'm not ready for a relationship or I don't like PDA. I don't like holding hands. I don't really like touching my partner at all unless we're in private. And if you're someone that likes having someone touch your knee while you're sitting there or have their arm around you, they're telling you, I'm not willing to do that. And if you have, especially if you've made that clear to them, oh, that's something that I need. And they go, yeah, I can't see myself ever doing that. Or I'm not ready for a relationship right now. I just went through X, Y, and Z, or I'm really focused on my career, they're telling you, I don't want this. It's not, oh, but you know, they might change their mind. They're telling you, especially if someone's saying something that makes them look unattractive to you, like they know that you are looking for a relationship and they're telling you, I can't give you this. They're telling you something that is making it a lot less easy for them to be able to, you know, spend time with you. Being really honest about something that's not necessarily attractive to you, believe them. It is not in your best interest to waste your time and energy on someone that's not ready when there's so many people that are there ready for you to meet. So write your non-negotiables down, make your love list of what you're looking for in your partner. And remember that your relationship with yourself is the most important. And once you have a strong trust and self-love, you are magnetic to everything around you. Your manifestations just start pouring into your life without you having to put the effort into making things happen, making things happen. That's how you become magnetic. Confidence is so important in dating. And if you want any support with skyrocketing your confidence, I have a hypnosis that every member inside my membership, Manifest from Power, starts with. It's called Skyrocket Your Confidence Hypnosis. Everyone starts with that for 21 days. You listen to it, your whole life will change. And if you are looking to pull in that love into your life, I have a love magnet hypnosis that you can do right after. It reprograms all those common, we're so much more alike than we are different. So many people have the same limiting beliefs around love that you're not deserving of the type of love that you are wishing for or that it's not possible for you. Or you've had situations in the past where your partner's 
have not acted in a way that matched up with their words. They said one thing, did another thing. So you believe that everyone in the future is going to do that to you too. This hypnosis reprograms all of that so that you know the type of healthy, amazing relationship is completely possible for you. And also a huge, huge one that you're lovable. A lot of people don't believe that they're lovable. The love magnet hypnosis reprograms all of that, all the common limiting beliefs around love so that your subconscious mind, and remember we manifest 95% from our subconscious mind and only 5% from our conscious mind. So you really want to make sure that your subconscious mind is in line with what you are manifesting, the love that you're pulling into your life. So if you want access to those hypnosis audios and my entire hypnosis vaults, go ahead and drop into the show notes. I will leave a link to a free three-day trial to my membership as a little thank you gift for listening to this podcast. It means the world to me. Please make sure you are subscribed so that I know that you want more episodes. I get excited and make more and more episodes when I know that you guys are excited about them. It really drives me to creating more content for you. So please make sure to subscribe. And if you left a review, that would be amazing. Send a screenshot to me and I will make sure that you get another little gift. And of course, follow me on TikTok at Caitlin.Power and Instagram at Caitlin.Power. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.